Welcome back, everybody, to episode 12 of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your LA nerd, Joel Reeves. In the studio, I've got Taylor Salen with me. Hello. And this is kind of special for me. If you guys ever remembered listening to the first batch of Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast episodes a few years ago, there was a familiar voice on that podcast, and his name was Patrick Garrity. <laughs> and he's back. The first time, 12 episodes in. What gives, man? I just haven't been around. I've been wanting to be on, though, so I'm glad I was able to do you hate, get on tonight. Do you hate pop culture? I actually hate you, but... Ooh. I actually oh. believe that. <laughs> I would not be surprised. I believe that. I believe actually, that it's, a, it's, it's that I hate Taylor. And he hates both of us yeah. combined. His his combined hate hey, for both whoa, of us whoa. Let's switch sides forced him to You're stay the one the leaving bit. us. Oh, man. I'm not leaving... Us, as in like the podcast. No, but I'm no, leaving no. you oh too. Yeah, let me give no, some clarification is... <laughs> on that. <laughs> that came up totally wrong. We all live together in a gay commune, and yeah. he's going straight, and he's Taylor's leaving getting us. a divorce. Uh, yeah, he's oh. divorcing us. It's very, it's it's very depressing. No, he's our third roommate, and he's uh, he's moving in with his girlfriend. Oh, gay. It's okay. I'll still be around though. So I'll easy. still be here on the podcast at least. Ooh, except you won't be on. Next week's episode, because we'll be in New York. Guess who's getting a semi-promotion to co-host next week? Oh, shit. That's you, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) No, Sean's just producer. You'll be the co-host that day. (laughs) Um, Maybe Taylor can Skype in. I totally would be able to do that, actually. I don't want him to Skype. Yeah, but he wouldn't know what to talk about. Like, Taylor, what did you think about that sweet panel today? (laughs) I would ask you guys and then tell you my thoughts. (laughs) The problem with that, actually, is that we would be able to do that with the mixer because we can patch him in, but we're not bringing the mixer with us. Oh, okay. We'll just be recording on the Zoom. So it's not possible. Sorry, Taylor. You mean you don't want to put that in your carry-on? No, <laughs> I'm just gonna get mugged at the airport with it in my. That, I mean, I'm the, already bringing the mics, and I'm uncomfortable with TSA that. TSA is like, what? <laughs> They're like, so you can bring the mixer, or you can bring everything else. This bomb yeah. has so many knobs. Yeah. <laughs> Why is your bomb so complicated? <laughs> Why does your bomb need a power outlet? Does to it turn armed? on? We can't tell. <laughs> it, it, it has a what? What kind of a bomb has a power cord? Like you got to plug it in to kill people? <laughs> this is this seems useless. <laughs> Um, uh, the only thing left to do is roll those sweet, smooth jams. Wooka wooka. Okay, so the first piece of nerd news that I got for this week is um, there's another Jessica Jones teaser. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one I wasn't very impressed with. Yes. Her angrily crushing a clock because she's trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm tr- because I'm she's strong. Sleep. Well, she's hung over. And strong. And strung? Strong. Strong. I was like, what's just she like, yeah, no, I mean, I was like, what is she Taylor's making some on? jumps. She, she, she jumps there. She's, I mean, she's strung out. <laughs> I mean, if you take her character from Breaking Bad and translate it into this, I think it works. Meth. Yeah. <laughs> Drugs. Drugs. And who is she in Breaking Bad? Um, she's Jesse's girlfriend in season two. Dude, oh, spoiler. Season two. I don't remember that. She, because she, just based off this little thing, alert. just off the teaser. Oh, you this teaser, I didn't see. You at don't all see who her was. face, but Kristen Ritter is the one who's been cast as Jessica Jones. Oh yeah, uh, you, yeah I didn't yeah. see the first one. Yeah, she's. It, you don't see her face in that either. So it, the only it's ra- just the, the casting news. The only way you would know that know. is because they've released one image of her as Jessica Jones and the casting announcement. That's basically it. So yeah, but uh, she's the one that chokes on her vomit. What? In Breaking Bad, she like chokes oh, on her vomit. And she's there, and he could have stopped it, but he didn't. And, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, exactly. I remember that well, scene. So, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, but and so this it. new teaser um, is uh, Jessica Jones at a bar, and she puts a quarter into the old jukebox, and it doesn't work, so she hits it, and she's strong, so it so it moves, and then uh, she walks across <laughs> a bar, and it's revealed that she's obviously just had a a, a big fight, and she's. Hurt a bunch of people, and then she takes a shot of whiskey and slams the shot glass down on the table. How'd you know it was whiskey? It was the color of whiskey. <laughs> it was golden, golden brown. 
Yeah. Not it even looked, golden, golden oh, okay. brown. <laughs> Maybe it, it was really, really dark pee. Uh, yeah, probably. Oh, there you go. Or tequila. <laughs> this seems like it, it could have been tequila. That's probably true. really I'm, dark pee. I'm, I'm, I'm just making jumps and conclusions. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, no, I mean, I, th- this trailer's cool in all seriousness. Fact check like, your shit first, Joel. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this trailer's cool, but it's not, you know, it's not anything revelatory. Let's it's put cooler it than way. the last one. Yeah, it's it's a little more interesting, a little more going on than the last one. But you get to see actually, that she's capable of dispatching at least like four or five people at a time. Oh yeah, totally. And I'm loving I'm loving how um, at least the way it's looking now, each teaser is sort of revealing a little bit more, gaining a little bit more scope in a, in each one. So you know, yeah. it's it's interesting what they're doing. We'll have to see you know what they do from this point on. The visual style kind of reminds me of what they kind of went with for Daredevil as well. I saw that. Dark and gritty, yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. It looked cool. I mean, yeah. It didn't, didn't see much, but it, it looked what we did see look good. I mean, the thing you have to remember is that, yes, there's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is, you know, the, obviously the movies and the TV shows and all that stuff, but Netflix is really hoping that this is sort of like a universe within a universe, is what I've been hearing. Uh-huh. So it's like they do ex- exist, you know, within. Hell's Kitchen. Well, I mean, I, that's where, you know, all these shows take place yeah. is Hell's Kitchen, but like they do exist in the same universe, for instance, in like the same New York that was attacked in the Avengers. But the thing is, is that, it, you know, it's sort of like its own contained thing and it's, you, you hear about it, but it's not like, you know, Jessica Jones is going to be joining the Avengers anytime soon. I would not like that at no. all. That'll be like Avengers 10 when that happens. After they've run out of. Yeah, all other characters. New, it, the new new Avengers have all just been have been you know disbanded. <laughs> the new new. Taylor, I have horrible news for you. What's that? Pacific Rim Two. Has, what about? It's been officially taken off of Universal's release date <sighs> list. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I I mean. I okay, and and no, Pat, you too. You're you're you a, were Pacific, a fan of Kaiju's versus we're, we're, oh, we, yeah. we, Pat no, and I are this, both Pacific Rim apologists. Yeah, it's I heard a, about this a little. It's 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 <laughs> a great summer blockbuster, but I'm just so sad that Universal isn't giving this property a chance because I think it's something that totally did they give could. a reason? Not really. No. It, I, I, to be honest, the the first film didn't really have that much domestic success. The only reason why it turned a profit is because it's a kaiju movie that got released in Asia, and oh, it's fantastically fun. No, I think yeah, I think it is too. But um, you know, Americans really aren't clamoring for those type of movies. You know what I mean? I can see why they did it, but at the same time, that movie was a total sandbox for Del Toro, and I'm sad that he doesn't get to go back and play in that sandbox again. Well, it's funny okay. how a movie... Sorry, not to interrupt you. It's funny how a movie like that can, like you said, like not do very well in America, but like Transformers does fantastically. <laughs> oh, and yeah. And like, it's... I mean, you have to remember... Opinion, you no have better, to... like not even as fun. I mean, I have no, the no. numbers here. So yeah. domestically... Okay, first off, it costs $190 million mm-hmm. to make. Domestically, it only made a hundred and one million. Exactly. Mm. So it didn't like it didn't it didn't really turn a profit. But overseas, it made four hundred and eleven million. You also have to remember so. that uh, that the movie cost one hundred ninety million, and they probably spent a hundred additional million to oh, yeah. market it. So oh, yeah. at the end of the day, after everything's said and done, you're not really turning a profit, especially when you consider that, like, for instance, when you go to theater and you pay. Fifteen dollars for a movie. Seven fifty of that goes directly to the studio, and seven fifty of that, you know, gets kept. And there's certain ratios that the studios agree with on the theater. So it's like, even though they're saying, you know, oh, we've made ninety million this weekend, they've only in reality made like fifty or sixty million because they have to split the profits with everybody. And fifty there. cents goes to Mars Candy. Exactly. Yeah, but the U.S. sales come back better. Like you, they. Um, oh yeah, no, totally. I mean, not for Pacific Rim, but normal. No, but yeah, the reason like they they put so much more stock in like domestic versus worldwide is like worldwide they don't have those same same uh, agreements like the same no, profits. Yeah, come, they get less profits back from on those, every dollar overseas. Yeah, totally, and that's where it becomes deceptive because you could be like, oh, this movie made two hundred million dollars over its budget, but when you take into marketing and the and you know the split of everything, like it's 
they break even or they even have to write some of it off, which yeah, is even right. worse. Well, the good news about this is that the release date was canceled, but the movie itself is not. The studio still claims that they are committed to making a sequel happen. Yeah. It's just the release date that they had announced, they're taking it's that not off happening, the slate. Yeah. Yeah. It and doesn't mean it's not happening at all. It just means it's not happening and now. Apparently, you know, uh, upon this announcement, Del Toro was basically like, I'm still working on the movie. No, you know, like he, He's like, I'm not giving up on this thing, which is good. You know, like I love... But also the problem with Del Toro is that he's got like ten projects going at the same time, so it's hard to tell like which one is actually going to come to fruition soonest. Yeah, doesn't he have something hitting the theaters soon? Crimson Peak. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. and it's a horror and flick. And it says that, that his next film's a small indie movie. So like, oh yeah, he's I mean, taking the compared the time to Pacific off. compared to Pacific uh, to, compared to Pacific Rim, I would say that Crimson Peak is a small indie movie, but still not small by any his means. His next movie's a small indie yeah. movie. Though. It's, it's like it's like Pan's pulling, Labyrinth again. He's hopefully. pulling a Joss Whedon. Yeah. And he's like, like, he's taking time off between blockbusters to make like like a Shakespeare adaptation. Yeah. That's cool though. Maybe it'll get him some more like auteurship. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh next piece of news, uh Pat, you are a Game of Thrones um historian. <laughs> Enthusiast. <laughs> That's a fair way of putting it. <laughs> um, so a tabloid had released a uh, a quote from George R. R. Martin, uh, the author of the books, uh and executive producer of the shows and said that uh they were gonna make a movie i um, saw that which if the show was to ever be canceled that that would be a smart move for them but it's not even anywhere close to like the, yeah. that, that kind of talk right now so he came back and corrected the quote and said like that is not happening yeah so apparently the original quote said there will be a movie but i will not be involved i have too much to do that is something hbo and game of thrones are dealing with i have two more books to finish blah 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 blah. but he's coming back and saying that that's completely false no one is working on any movie and if there was a movie it would not be about um robert's rebellion which is what they were saying the movie was supposed to be about oh okay I was wondering like what the movie would be about because as it is, I mean, the show's not about to get canceled, being like the best show game thro- or yeah. that HBO has ever put on, and he's already briefed the yeah. creators of the show on how to go about finishing the show should something perhaps happen to him. Like they're gonna finish out this like storyline. Like, what kind of movie would they do? Like if they're gonna wrap up the major storylines, yeah, they I have mean, to do a prequel movie of some kind. Well, maybe not a prequel, but I think the thing that you know, especially with a show as expansive and sort of massive as Game of Thrones is, like as far as scope, you know what I mean, is concerned. The thing you would have to do is be able to top everything that's been done on the show so far. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Can that be I don't done? know if topping is is such a difficult thing or. Or something that they would attempt to do, but I would feel like the story would have to be fresh. So they'd either have to like do an isolated story that takes place like I don't know, following a character that they like don't talk about for a while. Would they have to make yeah. something up, or is there enough shit that hasn't been used from the books that they can make a movie? Okay, so question. I don't well, think it's as simple as that, but there's characters that like he doesn't write about for periods of time, and then you run into them later on. Like, maybe they can make a movie about, like, what that character did yeah. during but that so time. They still have to make I don't know if it up. would be really that captivating. Yeah, that would have to be, like, made up. Okay. I don't really know how interesting that would be, you know, to follow, like... I mean, they're already making up a of lot of shit about the... Sh- like, like, you've been saying that they've already been making you know, things up my favorite. <laughs> in the current show now. They're already, like, oh, yeah. fabricating things. So, like, it wouldn't be that hard for them, I would assume. Yeah. Whether that's for the better or worse still remains to be seen, I guess. Is a movie something you would be interested in? <laughs> I don't know. Not, not Definitely not if it came out before they finished the show. And then after they finished the show, I'd be like really curious about like what's the subject matter of the movie. Yeah. It's about um, all of Jon Snow's sexual encounters. <laughs> it's about so a many game... It's about of the Thrones. <laughs> the Game of Thrones. It's about a Game of Thrones. It's like a Hunger Games style they're fight playing, for the throne. They're just playing musical chairs. I mean, like, Robert's Rebellion actually seems like the logical thing that you would want to tell the story about. Right? I, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm not at, well, I think it must be said that because we haven't really talked about Game of Thrones on the podcast before too much is that I am neither a fan. Well, let, let's put it this way. Noob. I'm not a fan of fantasy in general. Oh. I think fantasy's cool, but it's not like, for me, I'm a sci-fi guy. You know, I nerd out over sci-fi. I don't nerd out over fantasy as much as I do for sci-fi, for instance. Um, but I haven't watched any of the Game of Thrones 
TV show except for the first season, and I haven't read any of the books. So when you say something like that, I have no fucking clue what you're talking about. So there's this fact. Just guy. so the viewers know that, like, you that's know, that, that, I mean, that's the yeah. reason why I'm like, I, I have no idea. <laughs> well, here, let me explain it to you. Okay, <laughs> let's do it. Actually, please. Three hours. You had four later. hours. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but so there's this fat dude. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, Robert. so, Pop Pop has just turned into Game of Thrones, the podcast. Well, no, that's what a Geek of the Week is going to be. Ah. I got a new podcast coming out called Geek of the Week, where mm. I just kind of, I'm like, so my goal is to introduce. Uh, the masses to new fandoms that maybe they haven't had time to get into, or they just didn't know if they wanted to get into it. Yeah, totally. And like that would be an episode like that you and I would sit down and just talk for an hour or two. So, about so what you're saying you is like, we can get really drunk and deliver a drunk history style. Game no, 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 no. Yeah, what yeah. you what you need to <laughs> do much. though is is you need to not start drinking until the podcast starts, and then so by the time you get to no, the end of the podcast, you have, you have progressively <laughs> gotten more drunk, so we you can actually get drunk in that span time. Yeah, you would. Span time? Span of time. I mean, it depends on what we're drinking, I guess. If you're drinking just gin, dude, shots. you're fine. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I assumed, Pat, that you wouldn't be just drinking beer. Well. Two buck Chuck. We just drink a 12-pack of beer each. We need, like, three people off to the sides that, like, fact check. So every time I get something wrong, I have to take another shot. <laughs> How much would and that And then we have happen? to cut all yeah. that shit out. <laughs> uh, it's been a couple years since I wrote the book, so. True. There you go. It could very well happen. The drunker I get, the more mistakes I'll make. (laughs) And then the drunker you'll get. Okay, Uh, next piece of news. It wouldn't be a Pop Pop, the pop culture podcast, podcast if we didn't have some sort of Batman 5 Superman news. This is true. Isn't this just a fact that we've learned over the past 12 weeks? Luckily, we haven't haven't had to deal with the Batman 5 Superman curse until recently, so that's good. Taylor, what's the Batman 5 Superman news we've got? Oh, gosh. Um, Basically, we found out that Batman 5 Superman has gotten a PG-13 rating, which is not at all surprising. Who would have thunk? That's non-news. It's it's non-news at all. Like... It's it you know it's like saying fucking uh, the next Pixar movie is going to be PG no shit. It is. Yeah. So you got me so excited. I thought it was going to go the way of like Pacific Rim two or something. Uh, just, just, like, get canceled. No. just get canceled. <laughs> no. Hell yeah. No way. This shit would never happen. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. I love. This it. is going to be a two billion dollar movie. It's going to make a uh, fuck ton of money. It's going to make a fuck ton of money. And then Warner's is going to be like, yay, this movie was successful. Now we can do Justice League. And then they're going to fall flat on their faces as they're we've had think, many a discussions hey, about. Zack Snyder must be a great director. I don't know if this movie is going to make that much money. Oh, it's going to make a fuck it's ton a of money. It's a Batman versus Superman film. Yeah. Yeah, but this is, this, is, this is... It's like on the one side, it's Batman, so it's going to be fantastic. And on the other no. side, it's Superman, so it's bound to be... Of course. Of and, that's, and that's not to say, you know... the. <laughs> You're funny, Pat. Yeah. So Batman's hey, a great character, a and dick. Superman is a terrible character, which I don't disagree with. But the fact that it's these two that okay, you say you go up to any person on the street, you send them on a path, and and yeah, you yeah. go up to any person on the street, and you're like, what are your top three? Like, what are the first three like comic book characters, superheroes that come to mind? It's going to be Batman, and it's going to be Superman. Those are going to be two of the top three. Probably Spider-Man. 90% of the time. Yeah, I'd say Spider-Man. Superman's had, what, one good movie? No, we're not no, talking not about movies. movies. Like we're talking about lore. We're talking about co- like uh, pop culture sort of prominence. Yeah, I mean, you Superman's know? the like, original. Yeah. Know? I mean, everybody, you, everybody knows Superman's origin story, just like everybody knows Batman's origin story. I think it depends how old people are, too. That's probably. true. Over if 70, probably Superman. <laughs> if they're 40, it's Batman. Or Anything Spike, younger, Spider-Man they don't know about like it, right? 40s and 50s. Like, my dad was a big Spider-Man fan. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of interesting. To, it's going to be interesting to see how this, how this film does, especially because people are very wary after Man of Steel, which... Look, no one thinks it's going to be right. good. It's just going to make a fuck ton of money. No, Totally. But if people were like, I didn't like that piece of shit, Man of Steel, why would they go watch Batman vs. Superman? Maybe because it's not just a Superman because movie. Because it's, it's got Batfleck in, in it. it. Yeah. Which, I mean, not Bat, just the, the, the Batflex looks awesome. So He does. I mean, it's Zack Snyder. So, yeah. he's uh, It could go either way we, with him. It, 
I'm not usually a big fan of what. No, exactly. I, I, yeah, I think the Dawn of the Dead remake is really good. You guys aren't fans of uh, extremely slow mo sex scenes. No, what what I'm a fan of is a, the like. Have you guys if noticed? Zack Snyder got into porn. No, no, no. Fucking have you it. noticed? Have you guys <laughs> noticed that in every one of Zack Snyder's films, there's a slow mo sex scene. No, there's a rape scene and a slow mo sex scene. Yeah, there's both of those, but not there's a rape scene. Three hundred. I thought there was. Nah. I thought the. I mean, they have like sex slaves. Does that count? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I'd, I haven't seen I haven't seen Three Hundred a long time. But Pat hasn't been in the of, country for a while. He doesn't rape. get the rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. It's like this really weird. So Pat's been you know in Europe scene? for the last Shut six up. months. It's like that really really weird scene where Pat's been reading a lot like of Socrates. The, the Gibbs goes in there. And there's all like this, this like all the people. It's like a giant orgy. You assume they're slaves because it's a slave army. And yeah, yeah, I think that counts as rape. <laughs> all right, <laughs> touche. Oh, and then there's that weird scene with the girl dancing. That's like I gotta go for the oracles. Yeah, yeah. my favorite scene at 300. Though. Yeah, yeah. Shit underwater. I'm just kidding. That was really weird. Um, yeah, no. So I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we will. Batman see. v Superman or Batman Five Superman? Oh, what? what I'm sorry, movie? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's another Batman and Superman movie coming out this year. Yeah, it's called no, 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 not this year. It's coming out in two years. It's called Justice League. Uh, but that's Batman v Superman. It's no, that's Batman v Superman Two. Oh, yeah. But where was the first one? The first one was in Five Land. Oh, Batman Five Superman. Yeah. Okay, I understand now. The, the, that always the, confuses me. The first one is going to be called Batman 5 Superman, and the second one is going to be called Batman v Superman. Okay. They're just skipping Batman 4. They're just going yeah. straight to Batman uh, and, 5. And Superman. 1 and 2 and 3. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, uh, they did uh, the trilogy. They did the first three Batman. But, but, They're just but recasting is, Batman. No, Batman 5 has this is, No, this is a different chronology and a different Batman than we've seen <laughs> in the Christian Bale film. So technically, they've skipped four sequels, or the original and three sequels. How do you know that Batman 4 wasn't the bridge between the two? What was Batman 4? We don't know. Was That's it what we're saying. Batman and Robin? God, no. <laughs> Absolutely no. not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, But speaking of superhero news, um, we all know that Marvel has the rights now to use Mm Spider-Man in any film that they want to do now and that they're going to be producing his first standalone film back at Sony. Um, But in an interview with Kevin Feige, uh, they had asked him, and I think it was Slash Film, they asked him, um, hey, like, how, how did this change your plans for Infinity War now that you have him, and Kevin Feige released a little secret. He said that um, he said that he's always angry. No, just kidding. It's Hulk, Hulk reference. He said that they have contingency plans for all the superheroes that they currently do not have the rights to. So okay. he says that they make plans for if we don't have them, we're going to do this. If we have them, we're going to do that. So they're going to put Wolverine in Infinity Wars? No, they don't have X-Men. That's what I mean. They've got plans for it, though. Yeah, they could. They've got plans for it. So basically what happens... <laughs> and when and he, for Fantastic Four. Yeah. They've got plans for all the X-Men and Fantastic Four need be if they were to... That's cool. ...have them return. Yeah. I mean, he's going to make a cameo in Civil War, right? Who? Spider-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. Hopefully it'll be more than a cameo. Yeah, hopefully he's... I'm hoping it's going to be an actual Spider-Man se- like S- Spider-Man sequence like as, opposed, as opposed to a Peter Parker sequence, you know? Oh, yeah, right. That would be cool. That's what we want to see. I really want know? it to be like a, like a whole subplot as well. I really hope it is. That'd be nice. It'd be, it'd be weird, though, if they actually did because they haven't... Um, what, last I heard, like, they did... Or they haven't casted him yet. Yeah, yeah, they have. No, they, they have. did? Yeah. yeah, Tom Holland. But, like, they haven't... They're going to do an origin story, right? No. no, no, okay. They're not. Pat doesn't listen to the podcast again. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> We've talked about this. Yeah, no, no. I missed that episode. Uh, they're just completely skipping the origin story. So when he does a standalone film, you're just joining Spider-Man on his adventures right. of being Spider-Man. That's cool. That actually makes um, like a cameo easier in Civil War because like yeah. otherwise it'd be really weird to like no, introduce this yeah. character and yeah. have to go back and show him not being yeah. Spider-Man. Totally. He's he's supposedly been Spider-Man for about a year. When they discover him in Civil War. 
Okay. That's like the rumor mill. What I'm curious is, 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 you know, again, going back to the whole, like, are they going to do Spider-Man? Or are they going to do Peter Parker? Like, wh- are they going to introduce like a new suit? Like what, what like, what are we going to see on, for, as far as that front? Like it's the look of Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think what's going to happen is like, if you are familiar with the civil war comic books at all, um, which these are not following in like the least, but Tony Stark, um, gives spider-man a new spider suit okay. so what i'm thinking is he has one that he's made himself as like because he's yeah. 15 years old he's made something shitty and then tony stark replaces it i hope tony gets yeah spider mobile what no what Fuck what you. i what i think what i think what i think would be cool would be to like uh to sort of like for for stark industries to take over like the Oscorp. To like sort of be the Oscorp, you know, for him, where he, like it sort of like has the 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 technological advances and all the money and shit you that you know like he would a ever good need. Way though, no, in a good way, but like you know, <laughs> have like that that entity that has the money in his sort of world. The question yeah. is, are they by having the ability to use like Marvel having the ability to use the Spider-Man character? Can they use all those other elements and all those other characters? Like, are we going to see a Norman Osborn cameo maybe in the future? Probably Are we going to see War, a doctor? But no, but would, I'm saying like in a Marvel movie. I could foresee in the future. them using there's there's this storyline called the Dark Avengers, mm-hmm. and it's Norman Osborn banding a bunch of people together, and he's parading around as I think Iron Patriot, and um, yeah, 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 and so like you. Yeah, I've heard yeah. Of that. If 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 this marriage goes well between Sony and Marvel, and they copulate and it have will. tons of sex, and the marriage continues to go well, I could foresee. Yeah, you you could probably see something like that in the totally. future. Yeah, it's interesting. The I possibilities think down to play ball now. They realize they can't do it by themselves. Now that yeah. they fucked up so many They're, times. Yeah, I mean they realize that uh, you know. Yeah, Jamie Fox as Electro. I actually didn't hate that man. Fuck no, you. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't. Um, I liked most... that movie. Thank you. Yeah, it wasn't it was a good. great movie. It wasn't a terrible movie. Really? Every time we've talked about this, you've like shot me down about it, saying like you didn't like it. Really? No, yeah. I uh, I rather like the newer movies. I mean, I still think Spider Man One's the best. Just Spider Man, the, one, yeah, the yeah, first yeah, one yeah, with yeah, uh, yeah. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. No, that's yeah. good to know though, because I. I feel like I'm the only person on earth that like no. likes the new ones. I don't I don't I don't hate those I movies. Great. I, I like them I, more no. than Spider Man two they're and good. people I, like Spider Man too. Like mm. Kirsten Dunst and Ackle Teeth couldn't handle it. Kirsten <laughs> Dunst nipples. Oh my god. And Spider Man one. That's why it's your That's favorite. The best isn't part, it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> no, in Spider Man two I really do like the scene where like the car flips into the coffee shop and like there's that whole like slow mo scene. That's a really no, rad totally. scene. There's cool scenes in it. I actually, you know, but I prefer the comic booky no, totally, and I think thing. that I think that was a really good part about Amazing Spider-Man too. But you know, I think everything besides the Peter and Gwen stuff doesn't really work the best for me. I think mm. where those movies shine is like sort of like that teen angst, like that Mark Webb captures really perfectly. You know, oh, everything you else he seems summer? yeah he sort of seems out of his element a little bit on that stuff, in my opinion. So. I don't hate those movies. I don't love them. I think there's stuff to like and dislike about both of them. I don't know. I kind of like the way the bad guy was like how he came to be. Yeah. By being which, like ignored. Which, which bad? Absolutely. Oh, uh, Electra. Um, uh, Electra. I he did yeah, a great yeah. job. He was a fan no, of Spider-Man. No, no, no. And then I think I think I think Jamie arc. Jamie. Well, no. See, I think Jamie Foxx did a great job as Electro. But it, it, let's put it this way: I don't think the character was that well written at all. Really, I like it because he doesn't purposely give himself super villain powers to go fight spider-man it just sort with. of happens like he gets these powers and he has a grudge because like, no my my problem uh, like condescending to him and i think yeah, it's phenomenal no. like, that the way him into a villain yeah. yeah and the way to get him against spider-man is harry coming to him and being like i need you yeah. and that's like the first time that anyone's ever like needed him and that so that yeah. that's like really what turns him into a bad guy in my opinion, he's kind of just been like this scared child with powers, yeah. and he's hurting people on accident. And then Harry's like, "I need you," and yeah. he's like, "Oh fuck, then I'm gonna do whatever this nigga wants." Yeah. yeah, and the fight choreography was really good. Andrew Garfield's good when he's not in the suit. Yeah, yeah, totally. We could we we could talk about Spider Man for days, yeah. and days and days and days. Um, have you guys heard of this little unknown movie called Birdman? Yeah, I heard um, 
I heard um, the cinematography in that movie was good. Or, I'm sorry, cinematography. Am I saying that right? Oh, it's where you hide cinnamon and then you draw maps to find it on set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so no. wait, what is set? <laughs> it's where Excuse the naked me? people are. Oh, okay. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know exactly where that is, so I know where set is. <laughs> okay, perfect. No, so I heard the. It's where the crafty table is. <laughs> <laughs> Ever true, good sir. Uh, we're all filmmakers. <laughs> These are jokes that are going to go over most people's heads. Um, no, so the cinematography for Bear Band was phenomenal. And Pat, you're a cinematographer. Who who would that man be? Oh, Chivo. Chivo. Yeah. Wait, 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 who's Chivo? Emmanuel Lubezki. Oh, yeah. okay. I know that guy. Yeah. So is, it's funny because like Birdman, I don't know. Uh, we shouldn't really get into Birdman that much, but like I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. I hated that movie. You, you didn't like the cinematography. Yeah, you didn't like the story. You didn't like it because it went over your head. It's just like what everyone kept saying. I was like, no, no, I, I got it. And you're like, thanks, Nate Thomas. I just didn't like it. Like, yeah. Yeah, the wow. cinematography, although uh, good, I thought it was a little like uh, gimmicky. It was, it was a gimmick. Yeah, yeah it was just well, too gimmicky, and and like it just makes but aside you from the, the whole time go like, oh film. my god, how they do that sweet transition, and like then you do it like every yeah. scene in the movie, and you're kind of like, ah, I'm over this. But aside from like the gimmick of the one shot, like the cinematography looked good. Yeah, like, like, it did. Like, yeah, but so anyway, Emmanuel Lubetsky is doing a new movie called The Revenant. Yeah, which is literally just a giant. Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio Oscar bait film. That's mm-hmm. gorgeous looking. Directed too. by Inarutu, who of course directed Birdman. Yeah, same as well. team. Yep. Yeah. Same team. Tom Hardy's in it. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen the teasers or the trailers at this point, go watch them. Cause oh my god. What's Oof. the big gimmick on this film? Well, I mean, Chivo shot pretty much all of it at like magical hours. So I'll the, say that the magical not all hours, magic hour, but like <laughs> the magical uses hours, like available light with like these wide angle lenses, mm-hmm. gorgeous, and like beautiful scenery. Nothing's yeah. shot, like nothing's created on a stage. Everything's out there in the wild. Yeah, it was hard to make. Yeah, how and long is it? Well, I mean, there's it's taken over a year now. Yeah. Basically, they've been yeah. shooting, and there, there's been a whole big sort of series of articles on like the Hollywood Reporter and yeah. other websites about the making of this film, which basically what's you Hollywood. Know, <laughs> I don't even Hollywood. I, don't, oh, Hollywood. I have, okay. I have no idea. Is that where the naked people are? That's where the huge Jackman no, that's lives. Oh, huge Jackman! I yeah, know he him. lives in Hollywood. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. No, but they've uh, they've had issues because they're filming in such extreme climates. They've lost mm-hmm. a lot. Of, they've had a lot of turnover on crew. The film went over uh, schedule. I think over budget. Uh, you know, Tom Hardy didn't get to do Suicide Squad because of it. Oh wow! Yeah. Well. I think Suicide Squad would be better for having him in it, but I'd rather have a better Revenant than he's gonna uh, he's gonna get a nomination from this movie and possibly probably a win because he looks incredible in the trailer. Who's not? It's definitely Oscar. DiCaprio. No, DiCaprio will get nominated. He just won't win. Yeah, Yeah. he's gonna be the Deacons of actors in the next ten years. I feel so bad for him. Which, by the way, let's talk about Deacons for a second. Fucking, I've heard Sicario is amazing, and I, it's just sad oh, to me it. that that Deacons is delivered yet again, and he's probably going to lose to Lubeski, who, if he wins for this film, will have won the only person ever to win three, three in a row director of photography Oscars in a row or cinematography Wait, Oscars. What happened before Gravity? Gravity. He did Gravity, and then last year he won. He won for Gravity in 2013. Last year he yeah. won for Birdman, and then hopefully this year did he'll Life win. Life of Pi win before Gravity. Yes, yeah. Two movies in a row that I, oh, I'm gonna regret saying this, but that I don't think deserve cinematography. It's forever awards. on the internet. I think. I, I think Gravity deserves a cinematography award. I would. I think it deserves a special effects award. Yes and no, because they developed new techniques cinematography-wise for sh- for shooting a film like Gravity. And I would say that a reason alone is reason for giving him the Oscar. Because in the end of the day, at the end of the day, the Oscar is something f- a special achievement in your field. You know what I mean? You have to do something truly amazing to be able to even be in contention for an Oscar. And I think that more than anything else. His yeah. grounds, maybe it, for, a, a for a cinematography like for a artist. cinematography Oscar. Life of Pi, Life of Pi won. Life of Pi was a, a beautiful movie. No, just because it was digital and had visual effects yeah, doesn't mean it wasn't with well that shot. Is the entire thing was just plates and stuff, and it's not. Uh, I I mean, it's hard to do, but it's not like to say it's uh, 
Oscar worthy it cinematography. Did to win. It it should have gone to like the digital special effects people and not the cinematographer. That's true. I think it went to but, both. Yeah. Which is yeah. stupid. I can't remember what it was up against, but I know there was was it uh it was like Hugo, the year Hugo came out, and I think yeah, Hugo was, it wasn't the artist. It was just a bad slate of movies that year is the problem. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought Deacons had something that year. He did. Probably a James Bond film, and he got no, fucked. I thought it wasn't Skyfall, which was incredible. Yeah, but anyway, off topic. Which I don't even think he got nominated for. Do you by guys the way. think Roger Deakins and Leonardo DiCaprio get together and just cry? Over the fact Dude, that they, they talk about they talk Oscar. about their they talk about their Oscar dreams, which are those, those men in, in gold, gold suits. <laughs> I don't think Deacons gives a shit. No, he doesn't. He just he's a storyteller. Oh, sure. dude. More than anything, it's recognition. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't think he cares that he's yeah. lost, but I don't no, think he would care if he won either. No, I think I it's think it's it's, it's it. the the thing about an Oscar is it's you sort of being recognized for quote unquote being at the top of your game. Although that doesn't necessarily hold true all the time because we had Eddie Redmayne last year at 25 who won an Oscar and had just finished uh, Jupiter Ascending right before that. Poor guy. So yeah, I think sometimes Oscars going to shitty movies though trivializes the whole process. Mm-hmm. Or like when you see it going to a gimmick movie, totally it just means like or Oscar bait movie. Just means like you don't have to win an Oscar to be. The best. Oh like, God! No. I think Deacons. No, if he totally. never wins an Oscar, I don't think. I mean, fucking Kubrick never won an Oscar, and I consider him to be the greatest director of all time. Yeah, no, of course like, he won a special effects that. Oscar. He never won a directing or writing Oscar. Like DiCaprio, we all like. No one argues that dude's one of the That's best what actors I'm of the generation. But he, like, the fact that he's just been snubbed he so many times wants, is the problem. He yeah. wants the Oscar more than people want him to get the Oscar. Yeah. Let's put and, it that yeah, way. You can just tell he's just like, hmm, poor me. Like personally, I want to get into the ASC. Like, oh yeah, no, totally. But my my my, I my mean, I'm sure if I do eventually ever get in, like then maybe I'll make new goals. But like getting an Oscar is not something I really think about like career wise. I just want to yeah. get in the ASC. I mean, it's 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 and more and people people say that say this and it's cliche, but it's also true. Is like uh, if you get nominated, like it's truly an honor to even get nominated for something like that. Like out of oh, everything yeah. that's made that year, you were one of the f- you if know five happens, people that was nominated. If it or happens, that's fantastic. Yeah, and if but it you're, doesn't you're, happen. It shouldn't. Like, yeah, who gives a say. fuck? You know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Guys, I have three words for you. Yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> what? It's a trap that it's a trap news article. Yeah, That's it's a trap. It. It's a trap. It's like it's like the clickbait of <laughs> of the podcast. Want to find out who's going to be in Star Wars: The Force Awakens? Just keep listening because you can't click on anything. Um, Admiral Akbar is going to be in uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yay! The actor who played him, Tim cool. Rose, says that he's reprising his role. Hey, man. Akbar is the shit, yo. No, it's look, a trap. He's been in since since that film. He's been in like he's been in I think a video game. I think he's been in Star Wars, either Clone Wars or Rebels, and he's been in the new book Aftermath, which is you know supposed to tie uh, the the gap between the films together. So he's he's a very big part of like Star Wars canon in general. It's regardless of if we only saw him for a little bit of time in Return of the Jedi. Well, it's one of the most yeah. quoted Oh, for internet even, trolls. Even yeah. even even over like the Han line from Empire Strikes Back, like it's a trap. Is like it's literally people that don't even know Star Wars know that line. Yeah, if you haven't course. seen it yet, you got to watch the uh, robot chickens. Like their oh, Admiral Ackbar jokes. So yeah. perfect. They're so great. Yeah. I mean, Admiral Ackbar. I, I I I am not surprised that this is coming, especially since she, since he and Leia were associated in Return of the Jedi. And Leia's in this movie as part of the Resistance. It, it that logically connects for me. What's so it's higher like, than an admiral? General. Do you think it's gonna be General Akbar? I think admiral means be. you're in charge of more than one ship. Is what that means, and then you're a general. Yeah. On top of that. Okay. So what's high? Like, what's higher than that? Is he gonna be Mon Mothma, <laughs> Akbar? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, he's the he's secretly the Jedi in the film that we've all been oh talking my about. God. That's a that's a great Akbar segue. just fucking busts out a, a lightsaber. That's a that's a phenomenal segue, sir. You're um, welcome. They they released and they just being the internet released. Um, <laughs> there's 
There's someone on the internet. There's a picture of new trading cards released for, like, I just assume some kind of a card game Mm -hmm. that has to do with The Force Awakens. And um, each character is given a symbol based on what their powers can do in the card game, right? So it's like you're either a rebel, a Jedi, a Sith, a droid army, or a bounty hunter. Mm -hmm. And the pictures that we got to see were uh, Finn, Rey, and Kylo Ren. And uh, Finn has a little rebel symbol. We knew that was, you know, the case. Uh, The surprising one is Rey, her card has a rebel symbol on it. Again, not surprising. But it's also accompanied by a Jedi symbol. Mm. Yeah. We all assumed Finn because he was wielding the lightsaber in the last trailer. But it looks like maybe Daisy Ridley's character is going to be somehow related to Luke Skywalker, maybe? Yeah, and I I had expected this. I had, Basically, my thought was either she's the, the daughter of Han. Well, that, was, she, that was the rumor blowing up the internet for the longest time. She's the daughter of Han, and she's the daughter of Luke. Yeah. It's one of the two. It, it can't be anything else. So yeah. it's a matter of between which the which of those two that it actually is. Sorry, I fucked that up. Let me Good say job. Again. It's a matter of which two, you know, that is. Which, which yeah. of those is true. So this is where it gets tricky because it the card game was not um, an official it was, release. Well, yeah, it wasn't proven yet to be yeah. an official Lucasfilm game. So mm-hmm. whether or not that changes later and then this is all confirmed or maybe someone just was just having funsies. Just bullshitting. Yeah. 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 The, or if it varies movie to movie. Yeah, exactly. And like the Very big true. red flag for me was that Kylo Ren had a Sith symbol next to his name and JJ has already said that he's not a Sith. Yeah. But that could boil down to the card game's not going to get complicated as in like, well, he's not really he's a, a Sith, bad guy, he's a so bad he's guy. a Sith. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. He's, he's he's a bad guy that can use the force. So yeah, he's totally. a Sith. So like that that itself does not dis like disprove the game, but until mm-hmm. it's it's released as a Lucasfilm game, this is just speculation. I want to believe it because it seems credible. Yeah. Um and it would be cool because uh Kathleen Kennedy, this is more piece of news to kind of maybe back this up even more. She she was quoted saying today or yesterday that um uh the new saga as opposed to the anthology films, right? So Seven, eight, nine are going to be a movie about the Skywalker family. It's a saga yeah. about the Skywalkers. Yeah. So clearly, if you're not going to bank on another three film movie about Luke, who's like eighty now, you have to have another Skywalker in the family. His yeah. children. And or again, his child. and again, I mean, the the movie will tell, but either Han or Luke is going to die in this film, and it's most likely going to be Han. My bet would be Han. Yeah. Wait, where are you getting? that from harrison ford really Harris, harrison ford has wanted han to die since the end of episode five he did not yeah, want to come he, back for episode six and it took a lot of money to get him to come back he really doesn't yeah. want to be the character anymore yeah he wants really? Han. To, he's yeah. wanted han to die for like 20 years dude. i feel like though like that him coming back at all was kind of like him being cool with it like, no, 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 i think no, no, he, he just he didn't was, want to be a poor sport but but i uh, think the thing was is that you know for the longest time he wanted to see this certain arc happen for this character and with episode seven they made that happen you know what I mean? He was yeah. like, I want to see this character die, and it finally happens. So he's happy with it. We think. We'll see. I don't know. I As excited as I am that they're involved with it, then when I saw like the shots of him, I was like, yeah, Han Solo. And then at the same time, I was like, you're old. It's oh, not Han no. Solo. It's not him, and it looks like shitty. You're old, old Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. Old, decrepit Harrison Ford. How would you guys feel about this, this, this Rey character being like the prodigy of Luke Skywalker? That'd be cool. I'd be cool with it. It would be, it would kind of flip everything on the head of like Finn being the new Jedi and like kind of taking the the trilogy in a direction of like a female, not necessarily a female lead. lead. Yeah, not, yeah, not necessarily a lead because it'll. But probably a female be Jedi. We haven't really yeah. seen a female Jedi exactly. main character at least. Finn will probably accompany her throughout yeah. the new trilogy, but it would be the first time that that happens. Mm-hmm. Which means you got to introduce Jade Mara, who's Luke's wife, at some point. Yeah. You got to get all into that EU mm-hmm. shit. And how much of that are they going to... Yeah, yeah, the question is, is how much are they going to transfer yeah, over? Like, I'm trying to not to pay too much attention to like stuff for this movie. Pat hates I spoilers. Be, I really don't like trailers and spoilers, but... Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, it's been difficult like trying to trying to toe the line of like, 
learning stuff for the podcast and for the for the website but also like n- n- keep trying to keep my spo- myself as spoiler free as possible yeah like i want to be as surprised as possible yeah but i am a homeless man at a dive bar for this movie i will zamboni yeah. the goddamn counter for alcohol to find out bits about like i will yeah. slurp up every inch of knowledge i can about this movie yeah. like i was talking to a guy who uh who worked on it and uh it was really interesting i was thinking like man like how great would it be to work on a Star Wars movie? Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a dream come true. On the other yeah. hand, it's like, wow, like you're not gonna get the surprise, or like there's no, there's, there's no nothing surprise. you don't there's know. No yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know everything. Like, but being a part of that magical experience, I think, is worth it. Oh, yeah. Overseeing, if, if over I having the chance, having the down. magical experience of being making that movie is is way more impactful for me than having that experience of like seeing the movie for two hours and then just you know. It's like yeah, that's what you, said you don't he, really know what's happening. No. Yeah. Well, it's like that guy who said he gets to go to work every day and build. I mean, the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I mean, like, as an as an AC, you, you, see, you see what what's being shot like on the dailies. But like for me, for instance, like as a G and E guy, like I don't know. Like I do my lighting shit and then I leave. You know, like I don't yeah. see what you guys are shooting. So it's like yes, for maybe for that one guy, but three quarters of the crew are only seeing bits and pieces of that. That's true. It's thing still or of that. Movie, it's yeah. movie. It's funny you know? when, yeah, being an AC, you always like see all you, the variations. You see everything. And you're like, man, I wonder how they're going to cut that. Which shots are they going to use? What are they not going to use? Yeah, totally. You, on movies like that, they're having... Oh, the, you still yeah. don't get every angle. You don't get every view. No, yeah. of course not. You're only seeing what your camera is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Like that, that line you tell of like, is this... Is is this something I can go to the theater and actually still enjoy and be surprised yeah, and sure like be affected? Like this, though, you, you know, you will. But oh yeah, especially when you see the the raw footage as opposed to like seeing in the theater with sound and yeah. music and all that stuff that really pulls the emotion out. You know, and it must be so hard not to talk about it. Oh my god, like, dude! I think the what if, uh, what if your wife's like, tell me what sued. happens? What I said, I think the allure of not being sued yeah. would would probably I'm sure keep it helps. You at bay. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it helps. But how hard would it be for me to come home here and, and be the, like, hey, guys, let me uh, not tell you what Oh, I would tell you guys about today. it. I just wouldn't <laughs> yeah. tell anybody who would blab. Yeah. Oh, you best bet I would tell everybody. What, and what if I did blab? I would just chop your dick off. Oh, okay. Uh, that's, worth, that's, wor- that's totally worth it. Yeah. 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 Totally worth it for a Star Wars movie. <laughs> as long as you do it with a lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll build the lightsaber and I'll just chop your dick off. Yeah. At least it'll like, um, they'll be like, no, like you can it cauterize yeah, it immediately yeah, it with a lightsaber. You know, like there's no blood. Yeah. But yeah, so my bet is gonna be Han on like the whole thing about who is gonna die because I think Mark Hamill's already been spotted on like the episode eight set. Yeah. So it's not gonna be him. Yeah. I agree. That's a good point. Good point to make. Especially since it's a trilogy about his family. Yeah, that's true. He might die but, in the last but one. But to be fair, he, he doesn't have to die like I mean he doesn't have to live, like you still have Leia. No, for sure. You know? And I'm really hoping that the legacy Talent, as they're calling them, don't yeah. carry the movies. Like it, it and I no, don't think it they are. It won't. No, like, not at all. It's not. They should be able to die without it really causing having. Like, it, yeah. It. Yeah. It should add to, not take away. Hopefully, just, no, for just sure. give some like host, uh, heightened emotions. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the main topic uh, for this podcast, I really wanted to make so many jokes about it earlier because we were bringing up Zack Snyder, uh, <laughs> but I wanted to save it for uh, the main topic. The main topic is that. Uh, Zack Snyder and um, HBO are in discussions for a Watchmen TV series. Hmm. I mean, all right, that's it, guys. See you all next week. <laughs> um, I mean, I th- this this news feels like so far out of left field that I'm not I'm not quite I'm still processing it. Like I'm not quite sure. Like. Okay, they say TV series. Like, what is this? A mini series? Is this a a, a ten episode arc? Is this you know? It doesn't say. But is it's this, HBO, is this so a, like, it's going to follow the line of all HBO shows? It'll probably be ten episodes. No, 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 totally. My 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 thought is though, like, how? I mean, the graphic novel is of Watchmen is only so long. Like, how do you expand that and make that a multi season show or arc? Oh, I will fight you, you know? on this for days. You think so? Yeah, there's not enough shit in the Watchmen movie. Do you think? Have you seen? Have you seen the director's then? cut? Nah, it's been forever. I don't know. Okay, that's the reason why the director's cut. It, I would argue that the director's cut is 
10 times superior than the theatrical cut. 10 times? It adds about a half an hour into the cut. Are there 30 I, more slow-mo sex scenes? No. Damn it. There's only one more slow-mo sex scene. Really? I'm just kidding. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I you hated, got so excited. I hated Watchmen, so maybe I'll have to give the director's cut. I would say I, I, we'll have to watch it sometime um, because the director's cut, I think, you know, it's it adds a lot of time. Right, we'll put it on. And it, and it makes it a little bit like the pace is brought down a little bit and it makes it a little more like sort of you get to learn a little bit more about the the characters and it's a little more intuitive and a little more introspective than just being look the problem with this the movie this try, trying to be this fast-paced thing that isn't that at all is that you know? they were too they were too uh they were too faithful to the comic to a T to the point that they couldn't get through the whole thing yeah and so they would skip and jump no totally so fast did they yeah. skip so much shit because they yeah. were sticking so close to it for most of it, and then like, yep. oh, we we uh, we, no. uh, we got to get to the end. And 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 the 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 director's cut definitely solves a lot of those problems. Have you guys heard of the ultimate cut of Watchmen though? No, it's basically no. Uh, did you guys know that they did a um, animated version of Tales of the Black Raider? No. I, oh no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically, the ultimate edition takes the director's cut, oh, and it, I've heard this, yeah. and it cuts the Tales of the Black Freighter in with the film what itself. What is Tales of the Black Freighter? It's basically a comic book within the comic book of Watchmen that yeah, someone yeah. is reading, and it sort of it's informs like a the world. In the it's like a gotcha. canon within. Yeah. So it's a very meta Watchmen. thing, but um. But what you yeah. have to realize is they have they have a prequel called Before the Watchmen in yeah. comic book form now. So if it was mm-hmm. a television show, they have so much shit to do. Yeah. And look, that's true. If anything, HBO is the company to do this. Yeah. They, or Netflix. They take. I would rather see HBO. No, because HBO of what is established. Game of Thrones. Yeah. And it's dark. Yeah. HBO can do yeah. Game of Thrones. I think they could do the Watchmen. They could totally do Watchmen. All right, so and I'm not and not then, have to worry about the, the 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 sort of ramifications of like, oh, does it have to be PG yeah. thirteen? Like, but the if movie. they're sticking with the same same director, same mm. storyline, do you mm. think they're he's going to be gonna, he's telling not... the same stuff over again differently, or are they going to go before or after this? Like, what are they going to do with that? Look, he's he's Zack Snyder. He's going to be doing things in the big movie world. He's just going to be a producer and maybe like direct like the first episode. I just mean he's do you think the be, show is going to be show the Watchmen show as if there was no movie or yes. are they going to go so they're going to do like the it's same gonna be, It's going to I think story. it's going to be its own thing. Yeah, gotcha. it's going to be a retelling of the movie, but in TV form. Yeah, longer, I'm fine with it. More expanded, he really wants which, to be that involved with it because he's like, man, I already did this. No, and I'm sure he would just want to produce it, which apparently he's going to do. So, I mean, I don't know. I uh, the the question is, is I would like to get to hear both of your guys' opinions on Watchmen because I probably am going to have a much different opinion than you guys have. So I was curious, like in more detail, like what what your guys' problems were with Watchmen and sort of. I don't like most of the movie. I okay. like parts of it. Yeah. Like select scenes here and there. Yeah, I think they really screwed up a lot of characters. Um, For instance? O- o- Ozymandias. I really don't think that they... Oh, they didn't do that character justice at all. Is that no, the guy in the, the film at all. with the weird snow cat that yeah. they didn't explain? Yeah. 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 He's, he's basically the villain of the film that you don't yeah. know is the villain yeah. until like the last exactly. 10 minutes. How, how could you Spoilers argue that, for that would be a great movie? They just, they just really didn't... D- they didn't connect the dots between no, the scenes. No, exactly. They didn't connect any yeah. dots in the movie at all. And it's because they cut a three-hour movie to like a two. And the problem with Watchmen in theaters, because I remember seeing it in IMAX, is that IMAX had they had, and they I think they still have this limit of like only being able to show a film that's no more than like two and a half, two hours and forty-five minutes. Basically, Zack Snyder, his ideal version, if he had not had the IMAX time limit would have been closer to three hours or three hours and 15 minutes for Watchmen. That's when I need more Zack Snyder in my life. And it got cut to two hours and 30 minutes because they were releasing an IMAX, and that was the only way they could release an IMAX, was making that two-hour and 30-minute mark. I believing no that more. extra 30 minutes is going to change the it, whole movie. I, it doesn't change the whole movie. I think it really helps, though. Okay. I think it, it adds a lot to the story and a lot to the characters. I'll By the end, it. you actually care. You There's know what some I mean? nitpicky things I hated, too. Like what? Like something specific. There were uh, two, <laughs> two song choices that I thought were really stupid. Hallelujah. And, oh, yeah. And the second one is um, 99 Red Balloons because at the time that they used it in the movie, it's like follows uh, immediately preceding it. There's a conversation. It's about Cold War. 
the 99 red balloon song is loosely like about cold war but the song itself like the the sound the beat doesn't fit anything in the movie at the time like i felt yeah. like he was just poking at like is it like not this during non-diegetic like meta no it's like they're like a restaurant or something i i was yeah i, I, know I seriously watched about. the movie like once like yeah. forever ago i haven't sure. seen it in years dude i bought yeah. the dvd but, and like, i watched it a couple times it's like and you're making a non-diegetic like meta joke about a song that you put in a movie, like you may as well just choose a better song for these scenes. Yeah, I mean it's Zack Snyder. Yeah, I mean I we all it saw Watchmen me. and we it's saw just a fucking. Little thing that bugged what me what was it. the song at the beginning? Or not Watchmen, but um, Sucker Punch. What was the song at uh, the beginning of Sucker Punch that I he totally did not watch that piece of shit? Oh, I loved Sucker Punch because for the same reasons I liked Pacific Rim. Like I just thought it was a fun movie. I then I. I mean, you got to be in the right state of mind if you know what I'm talking about. I know High what you're talking. I know what you're talking about. You got to be in that speed racer kind of state of mind, oh right? My God. No, that's acid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh. No, look, I that's- there's a great video essay on like why Sucker Punch is not a horrible film, and I like the video essay. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie still. The one by Adam video, Quigley? Yeah, but the video essay made sense to me. No, it totally. kind of made it so I don't have to watch the movie. No, and I, I don't. Thanks. I don't. I don't hate. Sucker Punch, but that movie is definitely not one of Zack Snyder's best films. Visually, maybe. It's his most advanced film visually. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not going to get into like a Zack Snyder conversation right now. because I, I, I will say guy. there's there's a shot in, in that film that, that is pretty impressive, and it's about five minutes long. Or four minutes or something like that. So... I will say that, you know, I, I respect Zack Snyder's talent for visual flair, but he cannot tell a story to save his life. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. He's much, he's much like Michael Bay. He would be the best second unit director of all time. <laughs> I agree with that. He'd be the best action director of all time without having to actually direct actors. <laughs> yeah. Look, we... I think, if anything, HBO is a good place to take this. Mm-hmm. And um, I, my, my dream scenario for this is that Zach brings it, yeah. produces it. Maybe he directs the pilot or maybe he directs the finale. But in all intents and purposes, he's just not really a part of it. Which I'm happy about. No, I'm saying that's like my dream scenario. No, I know. Yeah. I mean, that would, that would be nice. I love. I agree. I love I that comic book. I love Alan Moore. All the comics he's done. I, yeah, I love it. And I just think that HBO is a great place for it. And I actually totally. kind of prefer it to be a TV show. Than totally. And I, I agree with that because the thing is, is you know the 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 sort of limitations of the theatrical film. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can only go a certain amount of time with it and i think you know it's part of the reason why amc is so successful right now and just tv in general is that you know you can stay with these characters for 13 14 hours and get as much or even more as you you know as you would get out of a movie so uh i think it's a brilliant move and i'm looking forward to it i think they're gonna go even though it's shepherded by Zack snyder i mean hey yeah i think they're gonna go with hbo no matter what because hbo and DC Comics are both owned by Time Warner. I don't think they're going to go. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that would make absolute sense to me. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for it if they go a certain way with it. You have to rewatch the movie. Yeah. We all have to rewatch no, the movie. I think I'll pass. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> the director's cut? You gotta uh, give it a shot, dude. We'll see. It's like saying it's like saying that you know. I already and wait, I, I already gave I know, up how many hours of my life to that movie. I know you. I, I really know you guys both disagree with this, but I think the director's cut of Daredevil is actually far superior to the theatrical cut. That movie too adds another half an hour to the film. The Batman I, one. Yes. It was. It was according to the trailer for Daredevil. It was his tryout for Batman yeah, Five yeah, Superman. Exactly. Yeah, I'll watch that too. I got. I just have so much shit to watch. It's. It's. It's a. It's a, a. Not. It's not bad. It's not great, but it's not as awful as you remember Daredevil being. I just remember the horrible bullseye. Hey, I actually don't hate Colin Farrell's bullseye. I'm a, I'm an, I'm a bullseye apologist, head, dude. Man. He's hamming it up, but he's hamming it up in the best kind of way he's possible. He's hamming it up so hard. And that's okay. Oh, I think man. it's okay. I don't know. You gotta blame the director for that, not fucking Colin Farrell, dude. 
True that. At the end of the day, like... <laughs> well, that's the end of the day, and this is the end of the podcast. Hey! hey. Look at that tie-in. Thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, on episode 12 of Pop Pop, the Pop Culture Podcast. Look out next week for a New York Comic-Con special oh, podcast. I'm yeah, so sad I won't be there. Yeah, yeah so are we, man. It's okay. It does suck. I'll be there in spirit, mm-hmm. and you'll drink a beer for me. I'm going to drink 30 beers okay, for you at least. a day. Dead? You're both fucking going to drink a beer for me a day. Taylor, a horse ghost. What's, what do you plan on, on doing over the next couple of days? <laughs> he kills himself because we're yeah, not going to be, be there in spirit. It's because I'm not going to Comic-Con. I'm going to fucking choke myself to death. Yeah. I would. I'm just kidding. That's if terrible. I ever didn't get tickets to San Diego Comic-Con, I would probably just commit. <laughs> yeah, like, my life, life isn't worth living. Seems reasonable. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I would just go and get into everything I wanted to anyway because that's what yeah, I do. Exactly. Yeah, right? We just show up. Or I could just make you a badge like I do every year, Joel. That's never happened. You don't ever make me a badge. Yeah, I, not, no, not I'm, saying, I'm saying make <laughs> a badge for myself but oh, i could right, easily right, right. make you guys badges if i needed to i do, yeah. this has never happened i don't condone any of this and um joel and pat buy their badges i make my badges at comic-con i don't fucking care taylor's address is <laughs> my name is taylor Wait, salen and my address is and my phone address. number is don't don't get yeah, don't give more addresses because you're moving you have to remember we can cut all of this out <laughs> beautiful okay but well, will we Again, thank you guys for joining us. I'm the LA nerd, Joel Reeves. I'm here with Taylor Salen. Hey, you. And Patrick Garrity. Hey, guys. No, bye. Bye. Why does everybody do that? Because <laughs> I don't know. You just like threw it. I'm like, what is that? It's the outro. All right, bye, everybody. It's been fun. Bye, guys. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>